This is Inside Berkeley, and I'm Michael Kiefeldman. We're joined today by Karen Nurnberg, Berkeley's Vice President of Online Education. Nurnberg is a foundational member of the Berkeley Online team, playing a pivotal role in the development and design of the prevailing model for online music instruction. During her tenure, Berkeley Online has launched nearly 200 courses and won a University Professional and Continuing Education Association Award for online college courses an unprecedented eight years in a row. Karen Nurnberg, thank you so much for joining us today for Inside Berkeley. Thank you for having me. So for those of uh, the listeners who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and the experiences that led you to where you are now leading Berkeley's online education? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've actually been at Berkeley for going on 16 years. So I came on board. Uh, my background is in instructional design, and I had worked in the private industry and for, for higher ed as well. And I came on board in the fall of 2001 to build, help build the online program. And so I was tasked with defining the instructional design model and the approach that we would take to put curriculum online. And, you know, and it's been a fantastic journey since then, um, working with hundreds of faculty members who are just brilliant and building what I think are really compelling, high quality learning experiences for students around the world. So for those who haven't experienced a Berkeley online course, what's it like? So when you first go into a Berkeley online course, what you're going to see is that you're in a class with up to 20 students and that you have a teacher that's going to be working with you over the course of the semester. And you'll see an announcement from that teacher that's welcoming you into the class. And then you have opportunities to engage with the other students in class and with the teacher, either privately or in a group context. You can access the the lessons uh, in the course through your phone, through a laptop, through a desktop computer. So it's very flexible in that, in that regard. And every lesson in the course, so 12 lessons over 12 weeks, has an assignment due typically over the weekend. So the assignment uh, is graded by the, the faculty member, and it will include video feedback, audio feedback, and, and so forth. And the lesson materials are all designed to support you in succeeding with that assignment. And you can work on those lesson materials over the course of the week, really day or night, and, and that's where the real flexibility comes in. You can work on them when you first wake up in the morning or into the wee hours of the, the night. And as you're working on them, if you have questions, you can pose them to the teacher, to your students. Um, And then there's a session once a week uh, where there's a live group interaction with you and and your fellow students and teacher. And that's a great way to review aspects of the lesson that are challenging, um, get to know each other uh, in a social context, um, and, you know, really advance your learning and the experience. And, And I think what we try to emphasize overall is that Um, all the research says that learning is improved through social interaction. And so we want that community to form really early on in the course and that that community will support you throughout the the learning experience. Yeah. So, and you're launching a a master's degree program now for uh, for Berkeley Online. Is that right? Correct. We're in the planning stages now. Um, We're intending to go live in the fall of 2018 with two programs to start, a Master of Arts in Music Business and a Master of Music in Music Production. And these will be year-long programs uh, comprised of about 12 courses and working with really incredibly talented faculty uh, from the college. And um, I like to think of them as sort of executive officer boot camp um, where, 
you know, for the music production program, for instance, um, it's designed for students who have graduated from the MP&E program or from our music production degree program through Berkeley Online, or who may have a bachelor's degree and a lot of experience in the industry. And it really gives them a, a period of time to really hone their skills, work with tremendous faculty, and focus on a project that they want to execute on that will help take their career to the next level. So can you give a sense of, you know, who who is a Berkeley Online student? I know there's not one answer to that, but um, just what what makes Berkeley Online attractive to some of these people who actually already have significant experience? So Berkeley Online students are incredibly diverse. Um, they're from all, all over the world. Uh, and I would say the, the common thread among them is that they want access to Berkeley and access to Berkeley faculty. And uh, the age demographic uh, for our uh, non-degree programs tends to be about 35, I would say. So these are typically working adults. Um, they have experience in the industry. They have families. Um, you know, they're, they're living, again, in all areas of the world. And they're looking to refine their skill set um, and strengthen it in particular areas. And so they, they come take our courses for that reason. Um, our degree program, the age demographic is slightly younger. It's typically people who who have had some college experience and you know sort of the the underlying theme is that the degree from Berkeley is what they really want. And, and, and again, it's access to the faculty and, and the chance to to really interact with them in meaningful ways to improve their skill set. And do I have this correctly that there's a fair amount of uh, international military uh, personnel taking courses with you as well. Yeah, about 10% of our population is military students. Um, and these, uh, gosh, we had a student, Andrew Bonica, who graduated from our music production program uh, this this past uh, May. And he started in our program just taking individual courses. And he's he was in the Marines and he was stationed in Iraq during some of his coursework. So we have pictures of him sitting on Jeeps with his laptop uh, working on production projects. Uh, so certainly there are a lot of students in the military who have uh, a real strong interest in, in studying all different areas of music. And there's some ability to study in languages other than English. Is that is correct? Yeah, so we received a grant from the Inter-American Development Bank to uh, develop massive open online courses in Spanish and Portuguese. And so that's been a completely new effort for us. Uh, we created a course um, natively in Spanish. I'll, I'll attempt to pronounce it. Uh, Producción musical y su efecto en la composición, and that's with Enrique González Mueller. And then, in addition to that, we developed another five courses, uh, existing MOOCs that we had developed into Spanish, and we're now developing a course in Portuguese. And again, this will be free for the world. It's called Desenvolvendo su musicalidade, and it's with ear training faculty member Jilson Shacknick. Uh, in fact, Jilson just got back from Brazil uh, with a colleague of mine, Gabriel uh, Cohen, who is a Berkeley alum and staff member at Berkeley Online. And the two of them went down to Brazil, to Sao Paulo, to Bahia, to Rio, to interview artists. Uh, and um, they filmed a youth orchestra in a favela in Rio. They they filmed a capoeira group, which is a Brazilian martial art. Yeah, fight um, dancing, right? Fight dancing, yeah. yeah. And just um, incredi incredibly musical. Uh, and so we have this wonderful footage now that we're um, putting together, and we are launching the course in the fall, uh, again, through course 
for Sarah. Actually, we have a, a lovely samba singer, um, very famous in Brazil, Alcione, who was here on campus. And uh, we got to spend some time with her over in the studios and interviewed her. And she performed for us, too. So that will be part of the course. So speaking of MOOCs and uh, online courses in other languages, uh, I understand you learned Portuguese based on your interests in Bossa Nova. So can you unpack that a little bit, how that all came about? Yeah, sure. So first off, I, I love languages uh, and I love music. Uh, and I had studied French for a number of years and um, I was living in Seattle at the time and I was uh, planning to move back to Boston to be closer to family. And um, and I was just listening to a lot of Brazilian music and uh, completely in love with it. So Bossa Nova, uh, what they call MPB, which is Musica Popular Brasileira. So um, Jobim and um, Elis Regina and the list goes on and on. Gilberto Gil. And I just I, I really wanted to know what they were talking about. And uh, it's just such incredibly beautiful and beautifully sounding music. So I told myself when I was moving back to Boston that um, I was coming back to work for a startup um, that I would have, you know, I just wanted a hobby uh, outside um, of my work um, that I could throw myself into. And so I started studying Portuguese and um, I took some classes uh, at an extension school and um, and I, I wasn't getting too much out of it. So I decided to go to Bahia for my vacation and studied at a language school for a couple of weeks. And as luck would have it, the teacher's approach was extremely musical, which is pretty common in Bahia. <laughs> and so we, our, our lessons every day would focus in part on studying the lyrics of songs that I adored listening to. And so that's just um, stuck with me. And um, and yeah, Portuguese continues to be a part of my, my life. Um, gosh, there's such a vast community of people around the world, too, who want to learn about music. And so we're connecting with them in really meaningful ways. And, um, and then we get to tell them, too, our story. So, you know, if you like the free experience, hey, you might be in a class with 30,000 students. Come to Berkeley Online where you can study intimately in a section of 20 students with Gary Burton or with, you know, our renowned faculty where you're going to be graded by them and you get to interact in a live context with them every week. Yeah. Maybe you do, you know, a semester or more in Boston and a few semesters with Berkeley Online, maybe a year in Valencia, Spain. I mean, there's any number of permutations, but is is that something that you think we're, we're uh, actively moving towards? Are we set up to do that now? Or where where do we stand in the, in the scheme of making that uh, not just possible, but um, easy for students to do? Yeah, yeah. So we're getting better and better by the day, and it's definitely a, a core focus of ours. So right now we're underway with developing some core music curriculum uh, and some liberal arts courses that students typically would experience their first year on campus. Um, so the, the the end goal is to provide a, a first semester or potentially first two semesters of um, of curriculum that students can do online while, while they're home. Maybe it's a gap year. So they, they travel to a, a really interesting place around the world and they set up shop and they're able to work on courses that will further them along in their degree program. And then they transition to campus. Um, similarly, uh, we've got a host of courses that department chairs have blessed for students to take through Berkeley Online. Um, and, you know, the summer semester can work well for that. Um, and, you know, and you can additionally take them. We have four 12-week semesters during the year. So 
a semester in September, sort of late September, uh, a semester the second week of January, a semester the first week of April, and then a summer semester that begins in late June. And so there are opportunities to, to take courses across a number of different majors that will further you along. Um, you know, and I think we're going to just look to increase opportunities where there is the biggest need. You know, the ideal is that if a student has you know, a, a medical issue or has a, a family emergency or better yet has an incredible opportunity out in the industry that they could step away from campus and not miss a beat, that mm -hmm. they can continue their coursework through Berkeley Online. And I will say um, it goes the other direction too. So we want opportunities for Berkeley Online students to study on campus. And so for the first time over spring semester, we had two Berkeley Online degree students in Valencia through the study abroad program. And um, they had such an incredible experience. Um, we also have an event that we've been doing now for three years called Berkeley Onsite, where uh, we bring students to campus. And again, we, I think we had participation this year from 26 different countries. And students come for two days and they learn from the faculty that they've been studying with online. Um, and they get a chance to meet each other, which is incredibly meaningful. And they get to be on campus. And the feedback that we get from students is they want more of this and they want it longer. Mm. You recently launched... Uh, Take Note, which is an online uh, magazine. Um, why should people who are interested in music go check it out? Yeah, Take Note is a wonderful opportunity to, I think, especially for independent producers, independent artists, to get really practical information about how to further your career. And so um, we, we have podcasts, we have articles um, from people who are out in the industry doing it. Um, we profile a lot of Berkeley Online students. Um, check out the podcast with Divinity Rocks, who is the bass player for Beyonce. Beyonce, yeah. Uh, just really fabulous content that I think um, gives people meaningful, concrete information that can help further their career. Yeah, she had uh, the Divinity Rock. She had just an amazing bass solo performance. I don't know if you saw that uh, the Beyonce 10th anniversary. I heard performance about it down at the yeah. BBC. Oh my goodness, <laughs> it was uh, it was something else. It was really great. Um, so you joined Berkeley in 2001. Uh, at a time when online education was still pretty new. Um, and, you know, just looking back over the past 15 years, sort of surveying the landscape, I'm wondering what's been the most rewarding, the biggest joy for you, and also what's been the biggest challenge and, and, the, and the biggest obstacle? Great question. So hands down, uh, the biggest joy for me is... The, the students. Um, and, um, you know, it's funny, um, at commencement, uh, you know, I, I get to hand the diplomas to the Berkeley Online degree students. And it is so incredibly meaningful to me. And, um, you know, I have to actually, you're wearing these long gowns and they have sort of the, this extra fabric under the arm. The secret is that they have these little kind of pockets where you can stash tissue. <laughs> <laughs> so I found myself needing that this past year. Um, and um, yeah, and, and the, this, for the students, it's such an incredible accomplishment for people who are juggling so much. They're, they're working full time. They have families. They're doing all kinds of side projects, and, and they're working to finish their degree. And so it's just such an incredible accomplishment. I think our first graduate, Larry Oppenheimer, uh, was a student on campus in the 70s. 
And then he left to pursue career opportunities and had a really flourishing career, um, was dabbling, you know, at sort of earning credits along the way from different institutions. And then he finished with us and he brought his 83-year-old mother. And it was because he wanted to let her know that he made good on his promise. And uh, (laughs) so experiences like that, I mentioned Andrew Bonica, who has been with us since the very early days, who had served in the military um, and is now working in in the industry. Um, just seeing him graduate was so fulfilling. Um, Carla Riglin Hassett was our first Berkeley Online student to participate in the commencement concert. Um, she sounded great. She, it was thrilling. And so I think that to me is the most um, meaningful is we're giving people access to, uh, to to Berkeley, to Berkeley faculty, and we're helping them achieve their dreams. And there, there's nothing better than that. Um, you asked about challenges, too. Yeah. Um, you know, challenges, um, I would say, you know, putting the degree program together has probably been the most challenging to date where we really, we had been providing a la carte course experiences and certificate programs, and we had really solid support for students, but we didn't have um, the infrastructure of awarding financial aid, um, of tracking student progress for satisfactory academic progress, um, and, and other sort of support structure needs that you need to accomplish a degree program. And so I think that that was an incredible amount of work. But again, I, I think as a department, we were so unified in our focus because really since the beginning, students kept telling us, hey, why don't you offer the degree program? Because this is the only way I could do it, and I would be here in in a heartbeat. And so I I think unified around that goal, we were able to accomplish it, and and that's certainly setting the foundation for the work we're doing in master's programs. But it's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Karen Nuremberg, thanks again for joining us and sharing your thoughts today for Inside Berkeley. Thank you so much for having me. If you're interested in studying with Berkeley Online, you can explore online degree, certificate, and course offerings at online.berkeley.edu. This episode was engineered by Brian Rajaratnam in partnership with Tony Brown and The Burn. I'm Michael Keith Feldman, and thanks for listening to Inside Berkeley.